Hello, and welcome to The Unconventional Path, Secrets to a 90-Year Business with Bela and Mike mini-episode. I'm Bela Musitz from the David D. Ray School of Business at Clarkson University. And I'm Mike Wasserman from the Munster School of Business at the Munster University of Applied Sciences in, I'll bet you'll never guess, Munster, Germany. Today's mini-topic is exploring co-working spaces, such as WeWork. Uh, an increasing amount of work is now conducted from home or local coffee shops, uh, in the past decade, the idea of the co-working space has emerged as a viable workplace alternative. Uh, as I mentioned, WeWork is the biggest, but there's plenty of other competitors in this space. Uh, we thought it might be interesting to our listeners to talk a little bit about this. Bela, what's a co-working space exactly? Ah, uh, Mike, I think this is one of the greatest inventions of this century. Uh, and let me start off with a story. I remember uh, back in 1980... Uh, when I and three other people were starting our first business and we needed to rent some space. And so we went around uh, the Hartford, Connecticut area looking for space. And the minimum space we could find was 3,000 square feet. It was basically empty. And the landlord wanted a five-year lease. Now, we knew one thing. We knew that in five years, more likely in one year, that 5,000 square feet of space will either be way too much space or it won't be enough space. But they wanted a five-year lease. So we were in a really tight bind. And plus, we had to pay to get the space fitted out. We had to buy desks and chairs and lease a copy machine, etc. I think we dropped close to $15,000 from our bank accounts before we even were able to do any work at all in a new business. So this is what co-working space really addresses. I think it, it gives you some space to hang your hat, uh, a desk, gives you some infrastructure like a copy machine, uh, meeting rooms, uh, a mailing address, and with no long-term commitments or lease. It might be month to month at the, at the maximum. So it's a very, very efficient way uh, to avoid significant cost uh, startup costs uh, that come most of the times when you're starting a business. So I think with this notion of mobile employees and this notion of the gig economy, it really plays well into that need. And it really gives folks an opportunity to start a business and not spend the $10,000 on buying furniture and leasing a copy machine, but taking that $10,000 and moving the ball further down the field with respect to their business. So it's clearly a path towards lean startup, and I like that. Are there other reasons, maybe more emotional or psychological, Bela, that you think uh, people are flocking to these co-working spaces? Yeah, you know, I think we're, to the most part, most of us are social animals. And it gives you a place to sort of interact with other people. And if you go to one of these uh, work, uh, working spaces, co-working spaces, there's usually a pretty good diversity of life experience in that facility. And so you can draw upon each other and sort of help each other in that process of starting a business. I mean, after all, you're all sort of in the startup mode, probably for the most part. And so it, you can share various different concepts, ideas, challenges, and it gives you a place to, to hang out. You know, there's some personalities that can work very well from home. Uh, they're disciplined enough. They have a home environment that works for them. But for some other individuals, starting a business uh, out of their home is really a challenge. Maybe they got young children at home 
or they just don't have a, a, a place that's conducive to that. So these are really meeting lots of needs. And, um, you know, one way I think about this, probably in its simplest form, uh, the coffee shop is your first sort of co-working space that exists. Uh, buy yourself a cup of coffee, they have free internet, and you're in business. But at some point in time, you sort of graduate from the coffee shop. And I think this is a wonderful next step. I did a little research on this, Bela, and you know, this, the co-working space concept is clearly resonating with people. Uh, this industry, uh, I found out, has had tremendous growth over the past several years. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, but I actually did a little, a little sleuthing. And in 2017, the last year I could find data from, uh, there were over 15,000 co-working spaces operating around the world already. And 540,000 people were using co-working spaces in the United States alone in 2017. And I'm quite sure that number is going to be much higher in 2018. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, WeWork is the biggest, um, and uh, when we filmed this uh, December 2018, they had 512 facilities in 97 cities in 32 countries. That got me thinking, wow, international. I teach international management. So I kind of quizzed my students in my network and things like that uh, from people from all over the world. And I've got students from Spain and Turkey and India and China and Greece. And I asked them, hey, you know, is this going, is this happening in your uh, in your part of the world? Oh, uh, Colombia, Brazil, all of them. Yes, we're all uh, my friends are all using co-working spaces. Um, and I asked them why. Well, what's going on? Well, as you know, outside the U.S., um, in Germany, for that matter, in most other parts of the world, uh, youth unemployment is pretty high. So a lot of young people are doing gig work. A lot of young people are starting their own businesses, either on the side or, or as their main gig. Um, and they love these spaces, right? You can go out, you can hang out, you can have snacks, it's cheap. And they really talked about the idea of, yeah, and I get mentoring there and I get good ideas and I interact with people. Um, so I really think that it's this idea of, um, People craving fulfilling work. I have some older people that I interact with that are my age. They're using it. And they're like, yeah, it's quiet workspace. I can go get stuff done. Um, I can work on my side business idea. Um, I work far from home. I know one person and she lives about uh, an hour and a half from where her office is. And she uses co-working spaces on days when the weather's bad or when she just doesn't want to drive the hour and a half. And her boss is fine with it. They know that they can reach her. Uh, at any time, they know that she's got access to good technology. It really works. And then I found more and more companies are actually renting out parts of um, of co-working spaces and branding it Microsoft or whatever, right? And that's where a lot of their workers are congregating. If they don't have an office there or if they have a lot of workers that are far away from their location on the other side of a the city, they're using this. So um, entrepreneurs, telecommuters, contingent workers, um, it's all happening. And I think, like you said, it's a really cool invention. Um, on the research side, we're looking at this idea of need for affiliation. Is Are people getting their psychological needs met in co-working spaces? And the initial results based on interviews that we're doing are, yes, these, these spaces really fill a social need that maybe the coffee shop wasn't so good at. So there's some interesting ways. Also, mentoring and some leadership behaviors um, we're seeing. The interesting, uh, another interesting piece is that these co-working spaces are sponsoring events to encourage these types of things, mixers and mentoring sessions and things like that. So the business model is rapidly evolving, uh, and I think we'll see some some interesting things there in the next year or two. So stay tuned. Bela, what do you think? Fad or is this here to stay? Uh, I think it's here to stay. I, I think uh, more and more elements of our economy are individual workers. Uh, we're sort of moving away from 
the era of uh, Fortune 1000 companies making up 95% of the employment uh, in, in the world. And, and that's shifting to smaller and smaller companies. More and more people are being entrepreneurial. And uh, so I think this notion of having these types of spaces um, is not a fad. It's going to be here for quite a long time, un- unless there's some significant shifts in sort of how we work as a, as a society. Okay, so it's two for two here. So what do you think, listeners? Uh, do you use co-working spaces? What do you like or don't like about them? Are we totally off base here, or do you, or do you agree with our assessment? Um, let us know what you think. If, uh, if this is a topic that resonates with our listeners, um, we have some ideas for our more guests and more topics in this area of co-working and co-working spaces. So let us know. Send us an email at bela.and.mike at gmail.com and give us a hard time. Bela, any last thoughts? No, I think this was a great topic, Mike. All right, let's wrap it up. See you next week. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced for Mike and I by our friends at Busy Media of Schenectady, New York. They can be found at busymedia.co.